Hello, this is Tanishka from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 18th of April. India recorded a jump in daily COVID-19 cases today with 2183 cases and 214 linked deaths recorded in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh while the death toll crossed 5,21,000. The death toll includes a backlog of 212 deaths from Kerala. The number of new cases today has jumped up by 89.8%. India's daily positivity rate also rose to 0.83% today from yesterday's 0.31%. 517 COVID-19 cases were recorded in the national capital today. According to a recent survey, the number of people in Delhi NCR reporting someone getting COVID in their close social network has risen to 500% in the last 15 days. The Uttar Pradesh government today made it compulsory for people to wear face masks in public places in Lucknow and 6 NCR districts following a rise in COVID-19. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 504 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.2 million. The Supreme Court today cancelled the bail granted to Ashish Mishra, the prime accused in the Lakhimpur Kheri violence case, and ordered for him to surrender in a week, NDTV reported. Ashish is the son of Union Minister Ajay Mishra Taney. He was granted bail by the Allahabad High Court on February 10th. The families of the farmers killed in the Lakhimpur Kheri violence challenged the bail in the Supreme Court. The top court ruled today that the high court order was based on irrelevant observations. While announcing the decision, Justice Surya Kant said, and I quote, "The victim has unbridled participatory right in such a criminal trial process. We hold that the victims have been denied the chance of effective hearing." The denial of victims to be heard and the tearing hurry shown by the high court merits the setting aside of the bail order. Unquote. Ashish Mishra has been accused of running over eight people, including four farmers and a journalist, in a protest at Lakhimpur Kheri in October 2021. According to the Indian Express, a fresh incident of stone pelting was reported from Jahangir Puri in Delhi this afternoon. Two days ago, a communal clash had broken out in the area during Shobha Yatra on Hanuman Jayanti. DCP Usha Rangrani said that one person had been detained in today's incident. She said that after a video had circulated on social media yesterday showing a man opening fire during the riot on April 16th, a police team had visited his house to look for him and question his family members. During that time, the family members pelted two stones on him in retaliation, she said, adding that legal action was being taken. Speaking about Saturday's clash, Delhi Police Commissioner Rakesh Asthana said today that action will be taken without bias against all those found to be involved, irrespective of religion, creed, caste and community. He denied the allegation that the violence erupted after saffron flags were installed at a mosque in the area. 23 people have been apprehended in connection with the violence so far. Meanwhile, a letter petition was sent to the Chief Justice of India, NV Ramana, asking him to take sumoto cognizance of the clash. It asked the court to institute an impartial court-monitored investigation headed by a sitting Supreme Court judge. Listeners, 
Residents have claimed that two participants in the yatra attempted to plant saffron flags inside Jahangirpuri's Jama Masjid. 22-year-old Noshad said, and I quote, They said if you live in Hindustan, you should chant Jai Shri Ram. We didn't want to escalate the issue. Few of them from the mosque even requested them to not be so loud and aggressive. We had no guns like they did. Unquote. To know more details, read the full ground report by my colleagues Lasya Shekhar and Shivangi Saxena on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Police Abuse, Saffron Flags, A Mysterious Bangladeshi Angle. What Happened in Jahangirpuri? The reason we are able to report on issues of public interest such as these is because we don't depend on ads from the government or corporations. We depend on you, the reader, to help us report freely and fearlessly. So if you are not a part of our independent news organization already, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Lowest subscription starts at Rs 300 only. In a report today, the State Bank of India has said that several states need to reprioritize expenditure in accordance with the revenue receipts, NDTV reported. The states are spending high amounts on populist schemes such as farm loan waivers and with the GST compensation from the centre ending in June, reprioritization was needed. The report by SBI's Chief Economic Officer Soumya Kanti Ghosh said that in some instances, the GST revenue from the centre forms over a fifth of a state's tax revenue while they have been found to be spending on economically unstable freebies. The report said that Telangana had committed 35% of revenue receipts to finance populist schemes. Rajasthan, Chhattisgarh, Andhra Pradesh, Bihar, Jharkhand, West Bengal and Kerala, meanwhile, committed to spend 5-19% to of their revenue receipts on such schemes. Ghosh said, and I quote, Clearly, some states seem to be currently living beyond their means and it is imperative that states rationalise their spending priorities in accordance with revenue receipts, unquote. The report also said that the fiscal situation of some states has been a collateral casualty of the pandemic. As per the analysis, six states have reported fiscal deficit of more than 4% of GSDP, seven states have exceeded their budgeted target and 11 states have been able to keep their fiscal deficit equal to or lower than their budgeted numbers during financial year 2022. The police have confirmed the first fatality in connection with the communal clashes in Khargon in Madhya Pradesh, according to PTI. Citing a senior police officer, PTI said that 30-year-old Ibresh Khan died due to serious injuries to his head caused by stones. His body was reportedly kept at a government hospital in Indore for eight days after it was found in Khargon's Anandnagar area. Indian Express reported that Khan's body was identified by his family at Indore's MY Hospital early morning today. During a Ram Navmi procession on April 10th, communal clashes had broken out in the city, leading to stone pelting and arson. Khan's body was found the next day as per the police. However, Khan's family has alleged a cover-up by the police. His brother has claimed that Khan was seen in the custody of the police by some people on April 12th. According to him, the police informed him of his brother's death and his body only after he threatened to go to the media. 
Khan, a resident of Islampura, has been identified by the district administration as a victim of the communal clash. The administration is preparing to grant an ex-gratia of Rs 4 lakh to his family. At least six people were killed and eight wounded after a missile attacked Ukraine's Lviv on Monday, AFP reported. The city's regional governor said on social media that four Russian missiles had targeted Ukrainian military infrastructure and that a tire centre had been struck. He said that a child was among the victims. Meanwhile, Russia's defence military had said in a statement today that it had launched mass strikes overnight on the Ukrainian military and associated military targets using its air force, missile forces, artillery and air defence systems. The air-launched missiles had destroyed 16 Ukrainian military facilities overnight, including five command posts, a fuel depot and three ammunition warehouses, the Russian defence military said. Strikes had been launched against 108 areas where Ukrainian forces and armour were concentrated. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.